0: This week, we speak with Edna's actual goldfish. Stay tuned. Welcome to
1: On the Upbeat. I'm Matt. Hey, I'm RJ Phoenix. And hey, everybody, we have a hell of a show for you today. We do. Uh- yeah uh we got two members of uh the ska punk band space monkey mafia uh to talk with uh, all of us today it's uh tim and joe and hey gentlemen introduce yourselves what do you play what do you do what's up
2: uh yeah my name is tim i play uh the tenor saxophone and sing a little bit my
3: name's joe Barron, and i play the bass awesome
0: Heck yeah. Well, we are excited to have both of you here with us this week. And uh, first of all, before we get really going, how are you doing today? How are things going?
3: I think I'm having a good one. I can't really complain. I got a lot of work done today, just, you know, getting through it. I had I had this to look forward to all afternoon, so.
1: That's right. That's the best yeah. answer.
3: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I went to work. Um, that was work E, um, and yeah, now I'm here and yeah, so just stoked and honored to be on the up You know?
1: I mean, I'm I'm happy to be here talking to these fine folks, and as always, happy to be here with Matthew. Uh, but you know, it, it's been a it's been it's been a week since uh, you know we've done the show, uh, and it's been a kind of a slow week for me actually. Just you know, kicking back, listening to Scott. Did record store day with my uh, wife and father in law this last Saturday, which is pretty nice. Um, that's, that's no new haps over here. Just working and listening to Sky like usual. Matt, what's going on with you?
0: Um, well, let's see this weekend on on Friday night, uh, took the family out to eat at BJ's and, uh, uh, all of us out, uh, even our oldest, um, their, uh, their sister, um, who long story short, simplify it their sister lives in a different house. I know it sounds weird to understand that I have a kid who has a sister that doesn't (laughs) live in my, my house, but you know, that's foster care for you and adoption. And, um, so we all went to BJ's. It was a good time. Like, um, just, you know, we hadn't been out as a family in a while. Oh, I bet. Like, so it just felt like, ah, look outside all of us together. So that, (laughs) so that was good. Yeah. It was kind of a laid back weekend for me for the most part. Uh, Yeah, and I kind of felt bad. I didn't recognize that it was uh, uh, Record Store Day on Saturday because I definitely would have gone out um, to check out some deals or stuff, but I forgot. There's another
1: one coming up in July or June. Don't worry about it. Same
0: thing happened for
3: me. Yeah. I get home and look online, and everyone's
0: sharing all their records. I'm like, (laughs) oh, rats. (laughs) So that would have been cool. But uh, other than that, nothing too exciting this weekend. Oh my goodness, I'm such a dummy. I actually did do something else pretty exciting this last weekend. I recorded an episode of a podcast called Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast. Uh, One of the hosts is our friend Mike from Bite Me Bambi. Uh, Many of you might know Mike was on our 100th episode uh, with other members of Bite Me Bambi. But Mike and his friend Julia have a podcast called Mixtape, Mixtape Podcast, Podcast. And the way it works is they pick a theme and then they tell you some songs that you would put on a mixtape around that theme. So, like, I was a guest this week and uh, we talked about some songs that you would put on a top 90s ska punk mixtape. And uh, we talked about music and all that fun stuff. So the episode actually comes out this coming Friday, April 29th. So make sure you check it out. And now we can do some ska news.
4: I saw you are in Sky News.
0: Yes, ska news where we tell you about the latest things happening around the ska world, and uh, or at least all that we can fit into a ten-minute segment. All right, so we got some new releases uh, that have dropped recently, and we're going to start with Titleholder. On Sunday, April 24th, Titleholder dropped a new EP entitled story of my life the ep features five previously released tracks as well as a new song called story of my life so let's take a listen to that new track right now
4: Push in it. Sometimes, in order to save this, you gotta say goodbye. Goodbye. I hope you're going to go. That's all right. This is the end of us. It's not so bad. It's the
0: end of my life. I like this new song.
1: Yeah, I'm glad they actually got all their uh, all other tracks together and put it on this one little EP release and uh, bonus with that new track. That's that's good. That's good stuff.
0: Yeah, and I was I, I was uh, listening to the EP today, driving around, <coughs> and uh, really works. You know, as an EP, it, you know, some good little songs there. And uh, um, I heard from Gary. Gary went to, oh my goodness, what was the name of that festival this weekend? Uh, this
1: is not Corden Fest.
0: Yeah, who? Who is Croydon and why is it not them?
1: Oh, it used to be Croydon Fest until uh, COVID hit. And then they had it like online and said, this is not Croydon Fest. And I think that name just picked up a little bit better. And so they just kept calling it that. This is the first year they've had it like in person, I believe.
0: Uh, Okay, that's cool. Uh, So uh, Gary, um, uh, he went out to that and saw title holder and said they were great live. So that's good to hear. So next up, we have Jer. Jer dropped a new song on Friday. Um, They dropped a new song called "Decolonize Your Mind" uh, from their upcoming album. Their new album, "Bothered Unbothered," drops May twenty seventh. Let's take a second and listen to a clip from "Decolonize Your Mind."
4: to land in earth identity. Never feel like where I belong is a mystery. Not a racist, plastic personality. Built upon everything, we grew up on TV. Isolated in the suburbs from community.
0: good it's pretty good and uh on the second verse yeah agree uh jer raps and that's pretty cool oh nice and and then uh yeah it's a pretty good song and uh so like i said the album comes out may 27th on bad time records you can still pre-order a vinyl uh i think there's a few left of their second pressing uh maybe
1: i think there's a few cassettes left too
0: there's some cassettes that i I think they said it was 100 or 200. I can't remember what number. This
1: They're almost is. gone, though. But,
0: <laughs> so uh, depending on when you're hearing this, they may already yeah. be gone or between the like day or so before we drop this. Um, but if you can get one. Uh, but other than that, it'll hit streaming services on May 27th. All right. Next up uh, is the band Oklahoma Stackhouse. On Friday, April 22nd, Florida-based Oklahoma Stackhouse released their uh, latest album entitled OK.
1: Yeah, it's a good one. I was surprised (laughs) by this. Only because I had kind of heard of them before, but I didn't really commit it to memory. And then this album came out kind of out of left field. I didn't know what was going on. I, I didn't even know if they were still together. And wow it blew me away so hopefully everybody else enjoys this album too because they seem like quality lads and this is a pretty good album
0: yeah and i believe from what i can tell gather online it's only available on streaming services now um so yeah so we're gonna take a second and listen to a clip from the opening track of the album called the wait cause
4: i'm a cold killer
0: of like what if a jam band was ska? That's kind of just—I don't know—it's very groovy and very like.
1: Yeah, um, it's got that groove. So yeah, I was like I said, it's it's and it's my style. I'm not a big reggae rock kind of guy. These guys keep it ska and keep it kind of that that laid backness. So I really I really dig this album like a lot.
0: Awesome. So, uh like I said, I believe the only way you can listen to it is on streaming platforms now. Um, but I. Did I read? I don't know. I could be wrong, but I. Nope. That was a different band. Never mind. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> um, all right. RJ, is there anything uh, left out that you want to bring up?
1: Uh, as Earth Day tradition, the uh, wonderful people over at that are a part of Flying Raccoon Suit put out a third volume of Ska Simulator, where they do uh, chiptune covers of modern Ska songs, which is always a delight. And there's always a new one every Earth Day. And I was thinking. Man, I hope they do that just earlier this week. And bam, on the 22nd, it certainly did come out. Uh, also, I would be remiss if I didn't point out that a uh, a little uh, team up of sorts came out between, just a second here, uh, Skybeat City and Chris Murray doing a new single called Mount Zion. And that came out on the 21st. So check those things out. If either of those seems like they're up your alley.
0: Awesome. And uh, before we head out of Sky News, I do want to remind you all that on Friday, May sixth, on the Upbeat is gonna sell start selling a f- about four of our bonus episodes that we've recorded. Uh, they're part they were part of the Going Deep with Matt series where I sit down with an artist and go deep into the recording and writing of one particular song of theirs. And uh, four of those episodes will be going up on Bandcamp. On uh May sixth, which I heard today that May sixth may be the last bandcamp Friday. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> so.
1: They they seem to always renew that on a quarterly basis, to yeah. be fair. Um I, I believe I thought last last May was going to be the last uh bandcamp Friday. And then sure enough, there wasn't one in June, but they picked it back up in July through the end of the year. Yeah. So it, it so remains to be seen. Yeah. So um,
0: Hopefully they'll keep it going. I think I think it's great. Uh, I think it's a great incentive for bands to put out stuff. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So make sure you check that out uh, on May sixth. If uh, I can tell you who it's, the episodes are going to be with, they're going to be with um, uh, Evan from Hooray for Our Side um, and uh, Tara from Half Past Two, Talina from Bite Me Bambi, and Cody from Millington. So uh, make sure you check those out. We'll have more information as we get closer to the date. Um, Next up, uh, we do, you know, hear it on the Upbeat. Sometimes...
1: Where are you going?
0: (laughs) We get uh, albums early, and we are... Oh, yes. We are allowed to listen to them. Well, we were given a copy of the new Hans Gruber and the Diehards With a Vengeance album, and our pal Gary sat down and recorded a review that gary is gonna uh, share with us now take it
5: away gary hey everybody gary here and today i have the pleasure of talking about the brand new album from hans gruber and the diehards appropriately titled with a vengeance i see you hans gruber and the diehards i know what you're doing your second album was called hans gruber and the Die Hards too and now this one is called with a vengeance Die Hard is my favorite action film franchise. Die Hard is my second favorite movie of all time. And I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Die Hard with a Vengeance is possibly the greatest sequel ever made. Technically it's a part three, but it is still, still a sequel to the first Die Hard. It is such an underrated, great movie. I watch it every year. Um, at the start of summer with my friends because it's great. But anyway, I digress. I could talk about Die Hard all day, but what we're here today to talk about is Ska. And this album delivers it in spades. Been a fan of Hans Gruber and the Die Hards. uh, Pretty much all of their releases. They have uh, a few of them now. And this one is definitely their, their most concise and polished release. I'm really excited for it to officially be released on May 3rd, which is... Uh, coming up soon. The album has 16 tracks um, in various uh, lengths of songs. Most of them are under two minutes, which is great because they are high-energy, get to the point, um, And this is just a great album to blast as loud as possible. Um, I really enjoyed uh, the first couple singles they've released. I believe the first single release was Nothing Like a Good Old Fashioned Witch Hunt and the horns on that song specifically are so, so good which is a trend uh, on this album is that I absolutely love the, the horn section. They really deliver. They have such a crisp, sharp sound. Um, we also have some really catchy songs, some really fun song titles. Uh, some ones that really stuck out to me as my favorite songs on the album was the instrumental song, No Outside Tanks, and then the super catchy song, Time, I Don't Want It Anymore. But my favorite song on this entire album was track nine, Let's Drive Everywhere. Not only is it insanely catchy, but it also uh, has a great horn part and a great message about being green and the environment, which is really great. And I'm really stoked for that. So with that being said, I can really recommend Hans Gruber and the Diehards' new album, With a Vengeance. It's available to pre-order, I believe, on Punk International. They've got some new shirts, some new uh, merch up with that as well. Check out the album when it comes out. Download it, buy it, get a physical form of it, buy a shirt, watch Die Hard with a Vengeance. It's way better than you remember. It was the best movie made in 1995. And uh, yippee-ki-yay! All right. Good job, Gary. Thanks,
0: buddy. (laughs) Uh, We are definitely excited for people to hear that album. So make sure you check it out when it drops May 3rd.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to hear the whole thing. I don't know what all this we talk was. It seems like Matt and Gary have heard it all, but I haven't.
0: I was pretty sure I sent it to you, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> nope, I failed.
1: It's cool. I'm going to buy it anyway. It wait, sounds groovy in the diehards. No, it's, it's I'm pretty, no,
0: I'm pretty sure Chris shared it with both of us in the chat.
1: I don't think so.
0: I no. I'm you're we're going to I'm going to look it up and you're going to be wrong. No,
1: we need that. We need to move on to the interview, my friend. Let's
0: <laughs> no, we're going to settle this now. Just kidding. Go ahead. No. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Of course, we're excited to talk to our guest this week. So the question that we ask every guest as they come on, uh, what is your ska origin story? How did you get into ska? Um, you know, early shows maybe you went to some early records you checked out. Uh, what is your Ska origin story? Tim, we will start with you.
2: All right. Yeah. Um, well, so, yeah, let's let's see here. So, uh, growing up, um, you know, was kind of a nerd, listened to a lot of Weird Al uh, up until, like, eighth grade was just really, you know, didn't care about much else besides, like, Magic the Gathering. Um, and so I get to eighth grade and my buddy Zach is like, yo, man. Like, you got to get you got to check this out. And he gives me the album London Calling by The the Clash. Um, And that kind of just like opened up my world. Um, And then I think the second album he gave me was uh, Less Than Jake, Losing Streak. Um, And so and then it just like kind of, you know. I was like, Oh, this is so cool. And then like kind of punk and ska became like my new thing. I was like, okay, this is awesome. Um, and yeah, we started like <laughs> his dad, his dad was my buddy, Zach. His dad was really cool. And like, was a huge, like ska and reggae head and punk too. Um, and he would like always drive us to shows, um, in, in, in his Suzuki. Um, (laughs) so yeah, we went to like the triple rock and saw like, I think one of the, it might've been the first show I ever went to. It was like the toasters and mustard plug at the triple rock when I was like 14. Wow. Wow. So that was pretty cool. And then there was also like, there was a good amount of local shows happening too in the twin cities around that time. And so started going to those, um, And yeah. And then there's this like all ages venue right in Uptown Minneapolis called the TC Underground that only existed for like three years. But it was kind of convenient for me because it was like the three years from when I was like 14 to 17. (laughs) So went to a bunch of great local shows uh, there at the TCU. Um, And so, yeah, that was and yeah, and then and then freshman year of high school, I got the album "Everything Went Numb" by Streetlight Manifesto, and then it was just game over, you know, from that point <laughs> forward.
0: So, so awesome. yeah. <laughs> Joe, what about you? What is your ska origin story?
3: For me, I think my answer is kind of common. Um, I know. I think the first time I heard ska music was in the Digimon movie, <laughs> <laughs> and. and yeah, so I think because of that, I asked for Less Than Jake for Christmas one year. And then, yeah, I just fell in love with the Anthem album. And I think that was my like main introduction into Ska. But as a bass player, um, I fell in love with Ranted and No Effects and mainly Matt Freeman. And then, yeah, then getting into bands like Streetlight Manifesto where like the, the bass playing is just virtuistic i just that was kind of i was like oh i've always liked punk music but this is really uh bass heavy and there's some crazy stuff going on here and that's kind of when i fell down the rabbit hole of ska it was <laughs> kind of because of the bass and how it works and functions in the music
0: awesome when when did you start playing bass i was 11 years old and was that at the time the first instrument you picked up I think it was probably like the
3: third instrument I picked up. I tried the saxophone and it didn't work out too well. And then I got a bass that, that same year. And I was Whoa. like privately playing bass while <laughs> I was failing at the saxophone at elementary school. I didn't know that.
2: I didn't know that you failed at the saxophone.
3: <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I never shared that. <laughs> <laughs> what Secrets
1: about, are coming out.
2: <laughs> what about the trumpet? where did you, didn't,
0: i just acquired that (laughs) oh okay Okay. (laughs) uh tim what about you when did you start playing the sax
2: well uh i remember like joining the school band uh i can't remember it was like maybe when i was like nine or ten um and i really wanted to play the drums but they were like no you're gonna play the saxophone and at first i was kind of bummed i was like oh i really wanted to play the drums though um But anyway, yeah, I played saxophone in the school band. Um, I think I had piano lessons before that. And then, yeah. um, And then, so yeah, played saxophone uh, and I kind of never really took it that seriously. And then like when I got into ska and punk, my buddy was like, oh, let's start a ska band. And I was like, awesome. Like I play saxophone. Like I'm ready for it. And then I think we were like, had our first practice scheduled and the, uh, the drummer like bailed and was like, uh, no, I can't do it. And then he's like, well, I guess we can't start the band now because we don't have a drummer. Um, and I was like, I'll play drums. And so I like begged my parents for like a drum set for Christmas. And they, I was very fortunate that they obliged. And so Ended up playing drums in my first punk band, ska band, and then, yeah, eventually, like you know, once we found a a, a different drummer, I moved back to sax, and uh, yeah, and then uh, in high school, I kind of did. I was like, oh wait, I want to like do the guitar player singer thing, so I did that for a little while. Um, in like my high school band was like a three piece, and I was like the guitarist, and there's like bass and drums. And then when I got to college, uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to join the jazz band. And there was already three guitar players. So I'm like, well, I'll go back to saxophone. And so I went back to saxophone. And then, yeah, I've been on saxophone ever since. And it's been good.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. So how did Space Monkey Mafia get its start? So...
3: Space Monkey Mafia is kind of the result of a few different things. Um, a lot of the original members met at a music college in downtown St. Paul that no longer exists, um, and it's called McNally Smith College of Music. Um, and our original drummer and our producer, who, he, he's, he produced the, the next release band from California. His name is Riley Jacobson. He and I were, like, very influenced by, like, the Streetlight Manifesto thing, and we're, like, doing that on the side while, like, playing in an Irish punk band. <laughs> um, and then Blake Foster, our, our guitar player, one of our lead singers, our, we, I call him maestro, um, but he asked me to play bass in his senior recital at the college, and we needed a drummer, so I asked Riley... And then our original trombone player, Cody, they were in the ensemble as well. And we just, you know, he had, like, his own arrangement of Superman by Goldfinger on the the, the set list. He had, I think we did uh, Mephisto's Cafe, mm-hmm. Impression That I Get, like, just a ton of different ska songs, like, along with all the requirements for the college. And the ensemble just grooved so well together that, like, we kind of just like, we're like, why don't we do this as a thing? Like, why don't we make this a band? Like, and so we started meeting, like, after that year of college. Like, after our senior recitals, we just kept, like, meeting until we started booking shows. Kind of, it was a while before we found the remaining members, Tim and Dante. Um, That wasn't until 2016. Um, But, yeah, it was like a year and a half before we found the saxophone players and were able to start it all. But it was an inception of a bunch of college (laughs) projects pretty much.
0: Awesome.
2: Yeah, if I can just jump in real quick. Um, (laughs) I I was uh, at a festival um, and I was like, it was a camping festival and I camped next to this guy, Joe Barron, and I'm like, oh, this guy seems cool. And then the next day, uh, my buddy Cody is like, yo there's this ska band that's looking for more horns um you should come check it out because i know you love ska and me and cody were always big on like streetlight and stuff like that um and so i like go to the audition and i'm like joe Barron's like standing right there and i'm like didn't i just didn't i just like camp next to you at a festival
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: awesome and we've been best friends ever since oh yeah <laughs> so uh can you uh, tell us who ran, rounds out the rest of the band and who does what?
2: Uh, yeah. So um, we've got uh, Blake Foster, who plays guitar and does some singing. We've got Dante Leyva, um, who is our lead vocalist and also plays saxophone. Um, and then we've got uh, Sam Charlton on trombone. Um, and then, uh, our newest member, Eric Stuber on the drums. So yeah.
1: Awesome. Six of us.
0: So where did the name come from? Space monkey mafia.
1: Matt, don't you know this?
0: No, I don't. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yes.
2: (laughs) Before I answer, (laughs) let us, I want to, would y'all like to take a stab at where that name could have possibly originated?
1: Oh, I I'm. Unless you got it from someone who told you this idea, I have, uh, so it's a bit circular, uh, it goes around a bit, but originally it is a line from We Didn't Start the Fire, and then Neil C. C. did a remix of it, and he only used that line, and he pitch shifted it, so every line of We Didn't Start the Fire was just Space Monkey Mafia over and over again, so I don't know if it's the first or the second. <laughs>
3: It's the first.
4: Okay. (laughs) We have a
1: winner. I will have to send you that remix.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: No one that comes up before us on Google. So you're telling me the original version of We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel Mm -hmm. included the phrase Space Monkey Mafia.
1: Uh, Space Monkey Common Mafia. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's a comma. We we got rid of the comma.
0: (laughs) Sure. Sure.
2: It was actually it was Blake's idea. Blake loves Billy Joel. Um and it's kind of funny because at the beginning of the band like I I was like that's a terrible name. Nobody's nobody's going to go for it. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> I was like I was like it nobody's going to take us seriously, man. But then we like played our first few shows and like everybody loved it and we're like I was like all right. This 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 band name is awesome.
0: Do most people know cuz I'm a music person and I'm a Billy Joel fan and I've never heard this before in my entire life. It
2: it kind of um, it's like maybe 50-50 or like 60-40. Okay. I don't know. Some people are like, I know, and then some people are like <laughs> yeah, like the people that know are like that, you know, they're yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a little... Yeah. it's a little inside joke they're like I know where you got that from is there some uh,
0: recording out there with him singing this line
2: yes it's the it is the song dude. oh it's I thought not after special it's after it's like space monkey mafia hula hoop castro something,
0: oh. something. <laughs> I, I thought you said it was like an alternative line i thought oh no oh, okay.
1: no 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 it's in, it's the, in the, the yeah no. so no, it's, it's in the, the
0: part i probably don't remember <laughs> well there's How like you know one of those kids
1: who doesn't know all the words <laughs>
0: Uh, I, you're right. I definitely, I knew a lot of words to a lot of songs. You you
1: struck me as the kind of person that's like, Hey, guess what? I know all the words to We Didn't Start the Fire.
0: (laughs) I can probably do a lot of them, but I guess, or I just, or you know what? Because songs like that can just go through your head and you have, if someone pulled out some random lyric, you'd be like, what? (laughs)
2: well there's so many there's like five verses (laughs) Yeah.
0: so So yeah we don't blame you (laughs) (laughs) but that that is a very interesting story uh that's awesome uh so what were the early space monkey mafia shows like how did they go what kind of reaction did you get
2: well uh so um it was kind of interesting because we yeah like the first couple shows were like you know five people there and i think our second show ever we opened for this like touring band from texas and they were like metalcore like two metalcore bands and then us and like there was like 10 people at this show but um yeah they really liked us and we we're like oh that's cool um and then uh yeah and then um we played at like the triple rock um for like another band's album release and then like you know uh going into like so we started we started playing shows in 2016 and then 2017 you know kind of played some more local shows and i think that summer we were like all right let's play as many shows as we can so we started just like you know booking random out-of-town shows you um, like were comedy
3: com- heavy with other bands at the time too so we kind of yeah summer 2017 we were like let's just start applying this to our band
2: it was kind of weird because we like you know at the time joe was playing a lot of bluegrass and i was like playing in like some reggae bands and like so we and then some jam bands we were both like playing with some jam bands every once in a while so we ended up playing like a lot of shows with like jam bands and bluegrass bands and we were like not playing Yeah, a lot of like festival shows and like not with ska bands at all, which was kind of goofy. Um, But it was kind of cool because then we when we like did start playing like shows with ska bands, we had this like whole group of fans that was like not from the sky scene. And so it was kind of cool to like mix those two things together. Um, But yeah, we were all pretty much like yeah, we want to like play as many shows as possible. And so I think fall of 2017, we like started booking more out of town shows and just like, just going to random places, like uh just like college towns within like a six hour drive of Minneapolis, like going up to like Fargo, North Dakota and like random stuff like that. Um, And it was kind of interesting. Like once we started going out of town, like we'd get like a We get a good reception at our like out of town gigs. Mm -hmm. Um, And the thing is like the Twin Cities market is like really tough to crack. Everybody's like, don't, don't, nobody cares about you until they like, until like they have, they're like, oh, we're supposed to care about them. So it's, it's really tough to break in. So we kind of like, we're like, well, we get on the road and like play some shows other places. Maybe they'll start to care about us back home. And so that's kind of what happened. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. So we're going to play your latest release, uh, called stand tall. Um, it's off your, uh, upcoming album that I believe, uh, comes up May 6th. The album does correct. It does. Yes. Uh, so this song is, like I said, it's called stand tall. What can you tell us about this song? So this song was, uh, written, it was
3: actually a co-write by our, our best friend and manager, um, he has – so Blake Foster came up with the chorus. um get, We can't got off of our first tour in 2018. It was Space Monkey Mafia and the Vaughn Tramps went out to Pacific Northwest and California together, and it was probably, like, one of the best months of, like, all of our lives. We all had a blast, like, you know, playing small shows. Just it was very really DIY. Cool. But, yeah, Blake was – Blake was just back at his day job, working his desk job, and went for a little walk and came up with the chorus. And he sent the idea over to our longtime friend, Joe Scarpolino, who started helping us with, like, managing and booking shows back in 2018. Um, And, yeah, and so the two of them wrote the song together, and this is the result of that, pretty much. It's just kind of reminiscent on being on the road and having to go back to your, your life and, you know, just... Really
0: just longing to be out on tour. (laughs) All right. uh, So now we're going to check out Stand Tall by Space Monkey Mafia.
4: Wanted to leave the catacomb Where our glasses overflow Not a dollar left to spend Now it's coming to an end California, tell me Can we still be friends? And now it's back to work I go no dreaming of the days that I would waste along the beach before the show. But is this the life for me? Either way, it's reality. I'm trapped inside my 9-to-5-please. When I close my eyes Times get tough, keep pushing on And don't fall, don't run Let the music pick you up And step outside And do your head And you just may find the madness
1: Heck yeah! Yay! Yeah! Oh yeah! Awesome! Such a fun, great song, guys. Yes. Thanks, yo.
0: Such a hope-filled song. It's just a joyous song. Yes. Just uh, instantly good mood, good vibe song. Um, yeah. So you all have an album come out, coming out May 6th, like we said, and it is called "Band from California." uh what is the story behind this title because I, I have a feeling that there's a story behind banned from california as a title there is a little
3: bit of a backstory on it it's a, pretty, a little bit. <laughs> it's a pretty it's a pretty good one um that the tour i mentioned when we first hit the road our first big tour we were with our good friends the von tramps um we and it was one of the last shows it was our last california date right tim
2: Yep, yep.
3: Yeah, and we were in San Francisco, nope, right? San Diego. San Diego, thank you. Tim's better with those details. Um, <laughs> but either way, one of our friends flown out to visit us for a few days. She just, like, flown out and was in the van just hanging out with us for a few days. And at that show, um, what was it? We were on, like, the last band of the night.
2: Well, hold, preface, this show – was awful like the the booker of the venue like didn't tell the bar that there was a show there was like two monitors and one of them didn't work like nobody it was a tuesday (laughs) it was a tuesday nobody came out um and i think the show before joe's bass amp had uh busted so we had to borrow a bass amp from the local band um, and uh, so yeah, Joe can pick up now. Uh, well, well,
3: now that you brought all that up, we also we can't neglect the the Candy Boys.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> I always forget that that was also <laughs> the Candy Boys night. It's like there's it's so weird
3: that what duo from New York City <laughs> on the Why on
2: they front. were there? There was and no wow. there was no reason. There's no like, explanation setup, why they were there.
3: Their setup was like an old school iPad. Like with an ox cable, and it was just like all these tracks, and they sang about candy, and they, it was one of the greatest things ever. It was, been, day. It was the best part about that day. I've never <laughs> been
1: more curious to look up a band after a show, yeah. No, it was random. Right
2: and they were like throwing sweet tarts into the audience, which was like just the other bands. But you know, Matt,
1: hey. I, I have a, a new favorite band, and I'm starting a new <laughs> podcast about them,
0: yeah, <laughs> even though you've never, I
1: wonder where they doing. are these days. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's funny so how did the album title come into play so the local band
3: and tim and i realized we didn't even need to figure out their names because they're so unimportant in this (laughs) situation um they were playing and it was end of the night i believe and their lead singer and bass player might i add had like a trump sticker on like his bass and everything and he was just out in the crowd and he like he made, like, a kissy face at our friend and, like, like pretty much, like, kissed her, like, face and ear.
2: He you know? licked her. He, he took his tongue and, like, licked the side of her face. Wow. Just, Just like, wow. totally out of the blue. Uncalled for.
3: Yeah. And either way, the touring party had a very negative reaction to it. The Von Tramps had a lot to say, um, you know.
2: And rightly so.
3: Yeah, we could talk about this for a very long time, honestly. But as we're leaving this chaotic scenario, we're getting in the van, and our very well, pissed off friend.
2: Well, well, hold up. Let's let's we gotta we got at least so before like as this after that happened, there was like you know they're like standing there and they're like screw you, and we're like no screw you, and like mm-hmm. it was like we're all standing like there outside of the venue. Like there's going to be like a rumble or whatever, but we had like, you know, we had like three bands that we were touring with. Like, so we had just like way more people and they were just like a three piece. And so uh, they were pretty much like, all right, we're, we're just like, you know, we're like, that's not cool. And the, and the Jenna from the Von tramps actually like grabbed the mic and like gave this awesome speech about like consent and was like, that's not right. And so, and then, uh, yeah, but anyway, uh, they were like, they were just on some really, the, the local band that uh, with the guy who licked our friend, uh, they were like, oh, you need to like, you need to like, uh, they were just like, you need to control your, your women or like whatever. They were just saying like really wow. weird sexist shit. So anyway, no. Joey can jump in back, back in.
3: I think it's needless to say our friend was fucking pissed. And as we're pulling out of the venue, she put a boot to someone's nice truck. Like this fucking, <laughs> just fucking one of the hardest like drop kicks I've ever seen. Like she's wearing like big ass Doc Martin type shoes. And she just puts a boot to the side of this nice ass pickup truck. Um, I think she may have thought it was the bassist's truck, but it ended up being the drummer's truck. Mm. And the, drummer tracked us down for a while and yeah, I was trying to long story short, he claimed he was going to get us banned from the state of California and that we would never play the state of California ever again.
2: And keep in mind this band, they had probably like 50 likes on Facebook like and nobody came to see them. Like so it was just it was just very it was so humorous to us. We were just like sitting there laughing. They were like, "We're going to get you banned from California." And we're like, "Really? It's like a pretty big state." Like yeah,
0: that seems. And you know, it's such it's so the worst when someone just behaves that way and then tries yeah. to double down on like that they've got some clout that they can do some crazy shit. To like, oh, yeah, you'll never play in this entire state again. Not even. Yeah. Couldn't be satisfied with just saying you'll never play in San Diego again. The entire state. (laughs) Uh, That's that's. Oh, uh, yeah. Funny and all messed up at the same time. Yeah. 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 So. Wow. So you're banned in California. So but hopefully you'll come back. Uh, oh we'll be back
1: (laughs) yeah as a pod as a podcast host of a low-rated podcast in california too uh i'm saying you're unbanned i think i have more pull than this other band we have more we have more facebook likes and
0: instagram followers we we win
1: (laughs) you're you're our savior
0: (laughs) Uh, let's not get crazy um.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I'm from the Midwest. I know how it is, man. Come yeah, on, man. You're Yeah, you're a fellow Midwest. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Peoria, it's, Illinois. It's, it's, do you know, do must, you know build must, build, jacuzzi? must Build Jacuzzi? Must Build Jacuzzi is from the same small town outside of Peoria that I grew up in. Like, oh, yeah. Bill and Caleb are also from Chillicothe. Oh, we love those guys. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. It That's was really good- weird. When I played for
3: them one night on Space Monkey Tour. Oh, um, we nice! All, yeah, know, all to we love that
0: band.
1: Yeah, they are they are so much fun. I should I should yell at them and get them on this show.
0: You should. Yeah. But, I don't yeah. think you have to yell at them. I think you can just ask. ask.
1: <laughs> no, we're all we're all Chillicothe boys. We <laughs> yell at each other. That's how we
0: So, what is the ska scene in Minnesota, or maybe in your your local? area in minnesota but what's the scossing scene like there overall that's a um tim one
2: okay yeah so um joe so it, it, interesting backstory joe grew up in new hampshire and came here for college so um but anyway so i uh i know y'all had aaron porter from the prize fighters on the podcast and i listened to that episode a, a couple of weeks ago um that was super cool um and yeah so yeah, when I was like 14, started going to local shows and Aaron Porter was like one of the people throwing a lot of these shows and throwing like a lot of all ages shows. Um, and so, yeah, um, there was a, a pretty sweet local scene. Um, and there was a bunch of all ages shows happening. Um, there was a bunch of like local bands and like, you know, I was like 14, 15, and then there's other bands that are like, you know, 18 19 20 and so i was like oh these bands are so cool and like you know just the fact that they were out there like doing it i was like dude if they're doing it we can do it too so um yeah there was a pretty good scene um and then yeah and and then i i you know i graduated high school in 2009 and kind of right around then i feel like it kind of died out Mm -hmm. like a lot of the bands like stopped playing and like People kind of went in in different directions musically. And then, yeah, from like 2010 to like maybe 2015 or 16, there wasn't really much going on skywise wise. I mean, the prize fighters were still rocking and shout out to those guys because Aaron, Aaron has seriously done so much for the scene and he has always been a champion for the scene. And like, you know, back when I was just a kid, he was throwing shows and like, you know, booking like bands that were like, you know, booking young bands that had like no business (laughs) playing the venues that we ended up playing at like got to play at the triple rock when i was like 15 which was super cool that's rad yeah if you've heard of the triple rock yes r.i.p yeah great venue um but anyway yeah so and then yeah um it wasn't really, there wasn't really much of a scene. Um, and then we started Space Monkey Mafia and like, I don't want to say like we brought it back, but um, it definitely helped that there was like one ska punk band that really was like trying to hit it hard. Um, and now I think, you know, we do this event, uh, Scalloween. I'm sure there's many events called Skaloween, but yeah. Sure <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There, there's a bunch. I've seen a lot of them online. But anyway, uh, we started doing this like yearly uh, Halloween party. And that was really fun. And like a lot of those shows did really well. And and so there's like a few other bands um, that kind of came up. And then now there's even more bands coming up. Like uh, there's a new band called Goodbye Mordecai that just uh, got on the scene. And uh, some of the like more legacy bands like the prize fighters and uh rocksteady breakfast are like uh you know starting to play more again and then you've got the von tramps yeah the von tramps also yeah like can't forget them like they yeah. kind of got on the scene right at the same time as us and so get to we- note
3: that the von tramps and runaway ricochet kind of started around the same time like with the with as Space Monkey Mafia, and we all have a very strong like pop punk influence in our
1: yeah, runner ricochet is so. so much fun, too. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. They're,
3: they're my favorite Minneapolis. <laughs>
1: <bit>. <laughs> we,
2: we love them. And so yeah, the yeah, so those three bands and then a few more kind of just like, you know, I'd like to think that it is uh Scasien in Minneapolis, St. Paul is officially back. <laughs> so um yeah it's really cool to you know have a local scene and uh yeah you know we we try to do as much as we can to nurture that um and yeah
0: awesome i had uh, some quick follow up questions about the album itself uh, how many tracks are on the upcoming album that comes out may 6th
2: so there's eight eight songs on it um but but eight <laughs> so- songs doesn't sound like a lot but it is like 36 minutes long (laughs) because like a few of them are like a few of them are like over five minutes long. So you're getting your, you're getting a full, you know, Sky punk album here.
0: (laughs) Um, Are, is it going to be, is it going to be released any physical copies on anything or some eight tracks? What do you got?
2: (laughs) Yep. Uh, we got, uh, we're definitely doing CDs. Um, those are, have been ordered are being ordered. (laughs) Um, Um, and, uh, we do have plans to release it on vinyl. Um, that is still in the kind of like final stages of getting that set up just cause there's so, so much like backorder stuff yeah, going on with man. that. Um, and we just kind of wanted to get this album out. So we are like, well, we'll release the album digital and on CD, and then we'll get the vinyl at some point over the next six months, hopefully maybe earlier, um we're talking to this one place that might have like a two month turnaround time but i don't want to like don't quote me on that right because i don't want to speak too soon
0: right so hopefully by the end of the year yeah Um, yeah yeah. um so okay so what's your favorite thing to play or what's your favorite thing about ska music
2: joe you want to go first or you want me to
0: um yeah i'll go first
3: um i think My favorite thing about ska music in general is, I don't know, I wear a lot of hats in um, the music community. And something I find about ska shows is, not ska shows in general, just ska music and ska bands is it's not as competitive. Um, People are more building each other up um, and... I just, I think that's really awesome. It's a more inclusive music genre. And I feel like that's super important too.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, like, I don't know. I think um, what I like about Ska is that it's always kind of had, it's like dance music with a message, you know, a lot of the time, you know, it's, it's like, it's danceable, it's fun. But a lot of the time there's like, uh, you know, maybe not necessarily a political message um sometimes but like you know it's there it the songs are like saying something a, a lot of the time and so for me it's like that kind of mix of the danceable but also like you know can talk about you know issues that we all care about uh yeah i i think that that Jair track that we played earlier that was a real good example of right. of it yeah. um just the kind of like danceable with with a good message. Um, so that's that's kind of why I love it. And uh, yeah, it's just fun. <laughs> it's just fun <laughs> to play fun to go to sky shows. And, uh, you know, it's I, I like did a weird trajectory with my music career where I like went other scenes and then kind of like when I joined Space Monkey Mafia came back to Scott and I was like, this is where I belong. Like this is this is my stuff, you know, so it just feels right. So that's where I'm at with it.
0: What is something you would both like to see more of in the ska scene, Joe? I know you mentioned inclusion and stuff like that, but is there any anything else that you would like to see more of in the ska scene?
3: I mean, that's a big one for me, like especially booking events and festivals and stuff. Like, I just think it's important. Um, but for ska in general. I don't know i I think my favorite thing about Scott right now is just how many uh how genre bending it is hmm. and I just I'm always kind of looking for the next thing right now I'm kind of really on the Scott core um and so yeah I guess just seeing how far everyone can take this you know <laughs> right.
2: and he's been listening to
1: Eichler's.
3: Yeah, that's oh, yeah. another example of taking this genre in a, yeah. another direction.
1: Get some Eichlers. Get some. Uh, yeah. Oh, what, Paul the Kid. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that I'm one. Have
3: to check that one out.
1: Yeah, Paul. Paul the Kid from New Zealand. He used to be in Nightgaunts. Um, oh, yeah. oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, check out Paul for sure. If you if you're digging Eichlers, you you'll also dig Paul.
2: That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, for me, I just I would like to see. And I think we are seeing it, but, you know, more, uh, you know, platforming, more like, you know, non-binary and femme and uh, POC artists, which I think is already starting to happen more. Um, Sure. And then, yeah, just, you know, we're, we're all on the team. We're not like the, like, oh, you can't touch Scott's sacred. Uh, We're kind of more like, yeah, let's uh, see where we can, you know, push it to new, uh, new, new places and and see where it goes so um that's kind of what i'd like to see and uh, hey i mean i'd like to see just a bigger scene in general get more people into it sure. and i think uh that's kind of happening slowly yeah. so
0: i think with more inclusion and having uh you know mixing more styles to scott's self you'll you'll see that as time goes on yeah
1: yeah, as long as it's got a ska beat, I don't care what else is around it. That's a ska song, brother. <laughs> yeah. Some people might disagree, but if you got that ska beat, and at least that, yeah. somewhere in that if song, you got that yeah, you're playing upbeat. ska beat.
0: Yeah.
2: If you're playing
1: on the upbeat. <laughs>
0: hey. <laughs> hey there you go. Wait, is that why we named it that?
1: <laughs> you named it that. I don't know why. <laughs> That's a
2: great name, by the way. Great, great name.
0: Yeah. I, for a long time, it, like, I really wanted, uh, I actually, I was like, no, I think I've mentioned this before and I think I'm, oh, I, I know I mentioned it to the director of the movie, like in a Facebook comment, but I actually wanted this podcast to be called Pick It Up, but that name oh. was already taken. I was like, I was no. you. <laughs> um, so, and then, and it literally, I'm added, just glad
1: it's not a Scott pun. That's Yeah. I would have never joined this show if it was the Scott.
0: Yeah. podcast. it almost was just. It almost was just the Scott podcast, and that just kind of bored me. I was like, oh, uh, boring."
1: Yeah, it's boring, <laughs> but it would have been great for SEO.
0: <laughs> All right, um, thank you for hanging out. Um, uh, but of course, before we head we head out, we do have Scott picks of the week. Tim, why don't you tell us what you picked for your Scott pick this week?
2: Oh yeah. All right. So. Uh... I don't, i I'm sure people have heard of days and days, but, um, they got a side project called escape from the zoo. Um, that's Jesse Sandejas and his wife, uh, kind of, uh, leading the charge on that. And we were actually, uh, very lucky to play with them, um, at their, you know, most recent, uh, Minneapolis show. And it was at the Seventh street entry on a Monday night, which, um, you know, if you're a Minneapolis scene person, you gotta love some Seventh street entry on a Monday night because it's like, just it's just prime um but anyway yeah so uh picked the song i've really been just listening to this album a whole lot um and it's just a real nice mix of like ska and a little bit of hardcore and even like there's mandolin though too so it's kind of like got a little bit of folk punk in it too so yeah that uh i just really resonate with the lyrics of this song 12 uh, rounds is the name of the song by escape from the zoo
0: Alright, so we're gonna check this song out but we are since it uh, I was told that it takes a little bit to get into we're gonna pick up the song about 48 seconds into it and uh, all right let's check out escape from the zoo 12 rounds
4: destruction to through a selfish family after fun always looking out for number one I can't. Cause now that the fog's rolled out, I see how deeply flawed I used to be And I'm by no stretch perfect now, but at, at least I possess The tools to see. take a setback In some perspective, no way, your head ties you could be protesting things though so. Take a second for X Really, ever does logic on wheel so We've Got to tiny people level head But still, some days I feel like, like smashing this I'm guitar Go and talk round of
0: I don't know why I haven't heard of this uh,
1: I uh, did not know there was a connection to days and days i I am uh, <laughs> nice no idea i hey. knew I, I i knew the band i didn't know they're connected at all and that's, well, that's, cool. that's yeah. cool yeah that's,
0: yeah that's that's good i uh, i obviously i like the music and the dual vocals love that yeah um, yeah that's uh yeah
2: i love them so much cool. yeah anything in that whole there anything in their whole crew i'm like yeah sign me up i'm there
0: Awesome, I'm definitely gonna have to check them out. All right, Joe, tell us about your Scott pick. Um I,
3: I I was just I was texting Tim about it a lot this week, like just being indecisive about my pick. So I just today decided to go with what like what I've been like drawn to most lately and I feel like that's like the first three tracks off the Can't Complain by Kill Lincoln record. So I went with used up just mainly because of the hook. I just feel like that's about where I'm at right now. And I just, it, I just, I'm ready to get out on the road and kind of not really worry about anything in this day to day life for a minute, you know, just, and I feel like the hook of this song just kind of describes, you know, a lot of different people. But for me, it's really relatable
0: right now. Awesome. All right. So here's Kill Lincoln with used up. Such a good song, such a good album, such a good oh, band. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Best.
2: We yeah. love those guys. Oh, funny, funny. I'm just going to interject one little thing here. Sure. So we are going on tour uh, in May, and we realized that we have a day off in Salt Lake City on a Tuesday, and we, re- we just found out that... Uh, the slackers kill Lincoln and we are the union are playing that night. And we're like, Oh, sweet. We get to go <laughs> see that show on our
1: day off. That's and awesome. Like, that's rad.
2: I've never seen kill Lincoln live before. I haven't seen we are the union in maybe like four, four years. And so, yeah, that's going to be awesome.
0: Wow. That that's Don't you love it when, like, life just works like that? Yes. (laughs) You're like, I couldn't have planned it. Even if I had tried to plan it, it probably wouldn't have worked out. But somehow, Uh, I love that about life. All right. My ska pick. So I've recently been diving deeper into Big D and the kids table. Good. (laughs) uh, Because I just, I guess I missed the boat on that. But their new record really floored me. And so, uh, and plus having Dave on this show, uh, was just phenomenal. He's a great guy. And, uh, so I, I, I think Spotify has a list of like big D essentials. And, uh, so I was listening to that and this song that I'm about to play, um, came in and I was like, this is such a funny song. And knowing what I already know about Dave, the two full on conversations I've had with Dave, this Story is real, and it is absolutely about someone. I wouldn't even be surprised if he didn't even change the names. So <laughs> <laughs> um, uh so this is shit tattoos from Big D and the Kids Table, uh, from their album Stomp from 2013. Alright, so let's check out Shit Tattoos by Big D and the Kids Table.
4: You wanna go this swimming through the bamboo, but all-
0: Were laughing when I was listening to this song mostly be, <laughs> mostly because it is my belief uh, that it is 100% true and I'm sure there's someone named Jerry who does shit tattoos and he is I'm sure Dave did not change a name <laughs> so I just I just I mean it make it kind of make, it's almost like that where you're like do I want to be friends with someone in a band are they gonna like if I like if, if I have a bad day and I piss them off, they're going to write a song about me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's I just, ask
1: Tara and Max.
0: That's true. I'm, I am often worried that one of their songs is about me, uh, or will be soon. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that, I love that song. All right. Get, um, Gary, uh, no, I,
1: I'm, I'm RJ. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs>
0: um, RJ, tell us about your Scott
1: I'm just glad that that Matt is getting into Big D. Um, They've been one of my favorites for a long time. And I I feel like now I should have been trying to push Big D on you instead of Jeff Rosenstock. Um, But uh, (laughs) you'll come around. I swear I'll make you a fan. Uh, So my song uh, for this week is a band out of Connecticut called Drop Party uh this is one of their new singles it's called horns up i think they're gearing for an album soon because they also put out a single in march and then they put this one out in april and they both got similar cover art so i'm really hoping for a new album from them because they're a lot of fun uh drop party out of connecticut name of the song horns up
0: all right let's check it out and I usually don't connect with instrumentals too much
1: I know this was calculated Matthew but this (laughs) this, I'm going to make you a fan of instrumentals I'm going to play you instrumentals they're so good you can't deny them
0: it's not that I don't think they're good I just usually don't because like I've always said my way to connect to the music is usually through the lyrics so like if I don't have something to sing it's hard to but when something is so unbelievably danceable and funky uh, yeah you can't really tonight. And by the way, how is no band ever had ska band ever had an album called Horns Up? How is this the first time? By the way? <laughs> like I don't understand it.
2: Is uh, it a ska reference or is it like Satan though?
0: <laughs> like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're right. I don't know. Well, what I
2: re- what I really want to know is is if is the name Drop Party is that a reference to like. Uh, video games because like i know in runescape there's like you know there's like oh it's a drop party we're dropping all this good gear you better like pick it up
1: that's the (laughs) only other time i've seen those two words together is uh, in a video game context so okay okay. no you know i'll have to ask him to be on the show (laughs) yeah i was like tim from (laughs) space monkey mafia wants to know he's gotta know is it a runescape (laughs) reference yeah
0: that's awesome All right, gentlemen, thank you for joining us uh, for this week's episode. Uh, Hey, uh, listeners, you know, if you want to hear more with these lovely people, uh, we are going to record some bonus material that you can get through our Patreon. Uh, You can go to patreon.com slash on the upbeat Scots, $4 a month. You get at least two bonus episodes a month. But at this rate, we're actually going to end up probably giving you almost three uh or 3 or 4 almost if we're do, able to do this weekly. So, uh it's a good way, you know, to uh to get a bunch of content with your favorite artists and so do that. And uh Joe and Tim, thank you for hanging out with us. And of course, thank um, you. Uh, Thanks so for having us. Space Monkey Mafia of course is on Instagram, Twitter, uh Facebook. So it's a unique name, so you probably shouldn't find that many other if you're just surfing, s- searching Space Monkey Mafia uh, online. And uh, thank you for hanging out with us tonight. We appreciate it. And uh, listeners, until next week...
1: Keep listening
0: to Ska. You've been listening to On The Upbeat. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get all the new episodes as soon as they're available. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at OnTheUpbeatSka. Follow our Spotify playlist, Ska Favorites. It features all the songs heard on the show. Please consider joining our Patreon. Visit patreon.com OnTheUpbeatSka to sign up today. And thank you for supporting On The Upbeat.